Thanks for listening to the Mornings with Carmen LaBerge podcast, made available thanks to support from listeners just like you. Encouraging you to live as an ambassador of God's kingdom in the world. This is Mornings with Carmen LaBerge on Faith Radio. If we're gonna fly, we fly like eagles. Arms out wide. If we're gonna fear, we fear no evil. We will rise. By your power, we will go. By your spirit, we are bold. If we're gonna stand, we stand as giants. If we're gonna walk, we walk as lions. Well, good morning again. It's hour two of Mornings with Carmen on this 20th of December, 2022. And today is the day and the hour has arrived and now is the time. We are going to um, announce some of our Giving Hope for Christmas recipients. So thank you to each and every one of you who participated in this process. Um, So many of you nominated a person um, who you know could use some material assistance um, during this Christmas season. And so we have been praying ardently um, for each and every person nominated and for each of you who have offered these nominees. Thank you so much for the kindness that you've shown simply in nominating somebody who you love um, and know could use some help. And so, um, first of all, let me say this. Um, We here at Faith Radio are going to be sending um, an audio greeting to every person who was nominated. And so, thank you um, so much. Um, We're going to be reaching out to each of you, and we're certainly praying ardently for each and every one. And this initially began with a plan to bless one person with a $500 Visa gift card, and by your generosity, That number has grown, and so today we're going to talk with four of our um, Giving Hope for Christmas recipients. How's that sound, right? All right, so leading off today, um, we are, here's here's the information that Sean shared with us in the nomination of Kelly. Kelly had a traumatic amputation um, in 1993. She um, subsequently graduated from high school. She took in her nephew and has raised um, him as her own. Um, He's now uh, 12 years old. And Kelly has now taken in their 75-year-old dad who lives with her full-time. Kelly is also an agricultural science teacher in Texas and travels with her students to compete for FFA events all over the state. Um, She is precious to her siblings and would be really blessed by this Christmas gift. So let's get Sean on the phone, and then let's see if we can also get Kelly on the phone. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. This is our Giving Hope for Christmas segment. Hi, Sean. This is Carmen LaBerge at Faith Radio. Can you hear me? I can hear you. You're not going to believe this. Our baby sister is Carmen. Oh, really? Wow. It's me and my twin brother. And then Kelly has a twin brother, and then we have a baby sister named Carmen. <laughs> wow, you guys have quite a tribe. Yes, we do. Well, I'm calling today, Sean, um, from Faith Radio. Uh, you submitted the name of your sister, Kelly, for consideration in our Give Hope for Christmas program. And Kelly's name has been drawn, and so 
she's going to get a $500 Visa gift card to give her a little encouragement this Christmas. Oh, I could cry. You have no idea how happy that makes me. She is a trooper. And when I tell you that, I'm not kidding. She, her students, she, she's amazing. But she, anything her students do, she does. And she's just one of those people that never gives up. And I could just cry. Can you just tell them a little bit about Kelly? I can. I'm going to cry now. Um, Kelly is, I don't really know exactly how old she is. She's three or four years younger than I am. And when she was 21, um, Kelly was in a car wreck right around the corner from our home. And um, she lost her leg as in a traumatic amputation. She has always just kept on going. And um, when she graduated from school, Tarleton State University and became an ag coach and teacher and then she our twin brother was overseas and his wife decided she didn't want the baby anymore and she left a six-month-old on Kelly's doorstep but there here's my sister that's an amputee with horses now and everything and she's got to raise a six-month-old and she has done an amazing job she gave up her life to do that and then now we couldn't thank God even more for because um, my dad has moved in with her and she takes care of my dad and she's just a selfless person and I just feel like anything I could do for her is always a wonderful thing I don't think people realize um, what it's like to live without a limb until you know somebody that doesn't have one so just taking care of your own child It's something extra to do every day, but when you take on a child you didn't know you were having, add something else to to your day. Well, we now um, now he's eleven. Thank you so much for nominating Kelly. Kelly's going to be one of the folks receiving this Give Hope at Christmas gift, and we just wanted to thank you, Sean, for nominating her. Well, thank you, and for anybody listening, um, she coaches FFA at Callisburg in Texas and she is so proud of her students and all of their horses and pigs and cows. (laughs) I feel like Kelly could do um, a really fine live nativity for us. All right, you're listening to Mornings with Carmen. This is our Giving Hope for Christmas um, recipients celebration today and we're going to talk with more of our nominators and get some of our winners on the phone as well. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LaBurge. This is Faith Radio. All right, when we um, celebrate Christmas, part of what we're doing is sharing the good news of the reality of the gospel with others. And so we wanted to give hope this Christmas. And um, and so you you all were so great to share with us the, the names and the stories of people you know who are having a particularly hard time um, this year or this time of year. And so Debbie... Um, nominated Chad, and we're going to give um, we're going to give Debbie a call, and um, and then we're going to see if we can also get Chad on the phone. So um, here's Debbie from Shell Lake. Hello. 
Hi, Debbie. My name's Carmen LaBurge. I'm the host of Mornings with Carmen at Faith Radio. Good morning. Good morning. So um, you nominated your friend Chad um, for our Giving Hope for Christmas um, project, and he's been randomly selected to receive one of the $500 Visa gift cards. Oh, great. Great. So we're wondering if you could just share a little bit with us about Chad, and then we're wondering if we could give Chad a call and have you share with him that he won. Sure. (laughs) Chad is He's a great guy, Um, and he and Katie, they have six children, and Chad has worked all his life, worked, he was raised on a farm, and so forth, but Chad has been out of work for the last year. He um, hurt his back, he has had two back surgeries, and still issue has not been corrected and he cannot return to work and the line of work that he does is on machinery and excavating and so forth and it's been pretty tough on him they have six children um and katie um his wife she uh, uh works as a secretary she's a youth leader at their church and their faith has got them through this and is getting them through this. Um, their faith is very strong and um, Chad and Katie will do anything for anybody. One of the things you told us when you nominated um, Chad is, you know, that they're so generous to others and they put the needs of other people first and are always willing to help and that you wanted Um, you know, them to have a little help this Christmas season. So maybe we could, um, we could ring Chad and you could say hi when he answers and tell him what's going on. Oh, okay. Let's let's give it a try. Hello. Well, my name's Carmen LaBurge at Faith Radio, and I'm here with your friend Debbie from Shell Lake, and she has something to share with you. Hi, Chad. This is Debbie. I just wanted to share with you that you have been um, chosen for a gift card from Faith Radio. We nominated you for a gift card for Christmas. Oh. Yeah. So do you want me to to fill in the details, Debbie? Would that help? Sure. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So, Chad, Merry Christmas, first of all, from everybody at Faith Radio. Yeah, you are going to receive a $500 Visa gift card, and this is just an expression of our love. Um, We are, yeah, we're just going to trust God that he's going to use it in your life in a, in a way that blesses you. That's, that's awesome. That's, that, that, that's really, that, that means a lot right now. Well, you, um, she, um, Debbie shared with us that uh, you've got, you know, Katie and six kids. So I know that $500 is only going to go so far, but we hope that it brightens your Christmas. And we just wanted to say Merry Christmas from Faith Radio. Oh, that's wonderful. I uh, bless you guys. That's amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> Debbie, thank you so much um, for nominating Chad and his family for this, uh, for this Give Hope at Christmas opportunity. Oh, thank you. Merry Christmas, well, Chad. Thanks, Debbie. Appreciate it so much.
Thanks for listening to the podcast of Mornings with Carmen. As you know, this is a rebroadcast of the live radio show we do every morning on the Faith Radio Network. There's a lot going on at Faith Radio. I don't want you to miss any of it. So check out the free resources just waiting for you and for you to share with others at MyFaithRadio.com. One of the things I would like for you to consider is becoming a Faith Radio ambassador. We talk about walking our faith out into the world that God so loves and doing so in ways that honor Jesus, well, that's because we are ambassadors of the kingdom of God. You can become a Faith Radio ambassador today and help us get the word out to others about this and other programs on the Faith Radio Network. Uh, We will supply everything that you need to share with others, and you can sign up to be a Faith Radio ambassador at MyFaithRadio.com. Well, isn't this fun, giving a little hope for Christmas? So we're going to continue um, bringing our no- people who nominated others um, on, and we're going to talk with them. And then when we can, we're going to reach out to the recipient as well. So we've already talked with Sean um, in Tennessee, who nominated Kelly in Texas, and we've talked with uh, Debbie and Chad in Wisconsin. And next up, how about we talk with uh, Sherry in Minnesota and uh, and then see if we can get um, Anita on the phone as well. So we're giving hope for Christmas here at Faith Radio. Hello, so Sherry. Hi, Sherry. This is Carmen LaBurge at Faith Radio. So you nominated a friend of yours in our Give Hope for Christmas project, and we wanted to call and tell you that Anita has been selected among the nominees. We thought we'd have you tell us a little bit about why you nominated Anita, and then we would give her a call and bring her on. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's been a single parent for hmm, how many years now? Quite a few years. And she also does foster care. Um, That's really, God has really put that passion in her heart. And so she has had hmm, at least eight different foster children, probably more than that. Um, anywhere from infants to um, four-year-old to a 17-year-old to um, just twin girls that she recently had to release. Um, So she has a passion for that. And she also has a passion for how our society these days kind of pushes to the side. So those with disabilities, um, whether it's physical or mental disabilities, she has a horse ranch, a nonprofit horse ranch that she runs with very limited volunteers, so she mainly does that in the summertime, but she just has a real heart for that as well. And just uh, recently, she says, well, I don't know what happened, but my refrigerator, everything froze in it, like including the refrigerator part. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, it's just one thing after another that Satan is trying to pick away at her, and she's like, nope, you aren't having any of that, Satan, and yeah, she just got a real heart for ministry and um, doing it all as a single parent. And she has five kids of her own. Two of them are adopted. Um, and then the foster children right now, she has two. She just released these twin girls that she had um, from birth. So, mm. yeah, so she could really use some uh, extra <laughs> to yeah. know that people out there care for her. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's give, yeah. let's give Anita a call. Okay, she's not expecting this, so okay. That's, that'll be great. Be barking. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully the dogs won't be barking in the background. It's okay if they are. It's a real yeah. life. It's true. 
I'm going to let you say hello first. Okay. Okay. Is it under your phone number? Hello? Hello? Hey, Anita. It's Sherry. Oh, hi. Hey. Someone else is also on the phone here. Can you hear it? Hi. Hi, Anita. My name is Carmen LaBerge, and I am the morning host for Faith Radio. And your friend Sherry nominated you for our Give Hope for Christmas program, and you have been selected. So we're going to be sending you a $500 Visa gift card to give you a little hope this Christmas. Thank you. You're so welcome. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're so welcome. Sorry, my college kids are watching me right now. I'm trying to get me to take a breath. <laughs> yeah, take a breath. And um, so Sherry's shared with uh, with us about your Healing Hearts horse ranch and your kids and your heart for children and the way that God has um, knit your family together. And we thought that maybe you could use a blessing this Christmas that since you're such a conduit of his blessings to others. So We'll, we'll oh, get all the details so to you, but we just wanted to catch you on a phone call this morning. Sounds good. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you, Anita. Have a, have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Sherry, thanks so much, and Merry Christmas to you as well. All right. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I love the laughter of her kids in the background. Um, hopefully... This is bringing you joy this morning as we are giving hope for Christmas here at Faith Radio. Um, Lisa is in West Hartford, Connecticut, and Lisa nominated Sandy. And so let's get Lisa on the line and hear um, Sandy's story. And I guess I'm really hoping that maybe this um, last conversation will inspire you in ways that you could give hope at Christmas as well. Good morning, this is Lisa. Hi, Lisa, this is Carmen LaBerge at Faith Radio. Hi, Carmen. So you nominated your friend Sandy in our Give Hope for Christmas project, and we wanted to call and tell you that Sandy has been selected. (gasps) Oh my gosh. So here's what we would like to do this morning. We would love for you to tell us about Sandy. I can tell you by first how I met her. In our town, there were a couple instances when I would go across town to see my mother. I would see Sandy, but many of those moments, I wasn't in any position where I could talk to her. It was like a drive-by thing. So initially, things started where if I was in reach of her, the only thing I could do was hand her something, you know, a a few dollars or a pair of socks or something like that. But over the summer, I was leaving my mom's and it was late. It was like 10 o'clock in the evening. It was raining and I was going down the road and across the way, I thought I saw her standing there. And so I went across the lanes, went over into the turn lane, pulled over to her, and I rolled down the window. No one else was around except her and I. You know, I asked her her name, and then I asked her, how could I help her? What? My, actually, I asked her, what are you doing? 
at 10 o'clock at night out in the rain, you know, and then I asked her how I could help her. And at that moment, she had said to me, um, some towel, if you have any towels or a blanket or something. So I, I ran home, grabbed a couple items, came running back. She looked at me and, you know, was so thankful and said to me more than anything, she really wanted a friend. That was the most important thing to her. And the next day, I went looking for her, and I found her. And throughout the summer, almost every day, I would um, look for her. We would sit out in the grass and talk. Sometimes we would get something to eat. And really, in that first week, too, I, I started taking her down to the town hall and trying to help facilitate getting services and things to try to help her, which actually has turned into a very long process. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that one of the things that you shared um, that you know about Sandy is that she's been on her own since she was 11 years old. I think that for folks listening, that's probably really staggering to hear. She sleeps outside in a tent. So what we're going to do is we're going to send you the $500 Visa gift card so that you can do the things that you know Sandy most needs. Tell us uh, what you expect some of those things to probably be. I know for sure that in a discussion I had yesterday with the people at Starbucks that see her almost every day, they mentioned to me that she needs a winter coat. So top of the list is a winter coat and warm winter clothes. I'd like to also get her um, a pair of boots, something warm for her feet that are waterproof. I'm also thinking a um, four-season sleeping bag. With that, I'm almost sad that that's an item that I have to get, and that's because there isn't anywhere for her to be indoors right now. So she is, has to be outside, and she's a very tiny person. I, I can't see her generating her, much body heat for herself, and um, she suffers from some physical ailments that also make it really hard for her to handle any type of cold. Hmm. So any other type of, you know, maybe long underwear or sweaters, um, you know, a lot of the winter gear. Yeah. is what I'm thinking is needed. Well, Lisa, uh, we first of all, we want to thank you for loving Sandy and being her friend. And we want to thank you for being a part of the Faith Radio family and nominating her. And thank you for being an ambassador of Christ and an agent of his grace and and being the conduit of this, um, of this Give Hope at Christmas gift as well. Thank you. And could we pray for you? Because I know that you're facing some things with your own mom's health as well. Could we lift you up? Absolutely. Hmm. We would be so grateful for that. And we're so grateful for what you're doing for everyone out there and for Sandy as well. She's just, I can't even wait to share with her. She's going to be so speechless, I think, just people who feel unwanted and unloved and not noticed, basically overlooked to know that they're seen and that people do care about them and want to help. And uh, I am so grateful for what you're doing for her. Thank you, Lisa. 
Father, we come before you lifting up Sandy. You know where she is right now and the circumstances of her life. We thank you that you see her and you love her. Thank you for Lisa. Thank you for giving her your heart of compassion and grace. Ask your blessing upon Lisa and her family as they face their own struggles and challenges as well. Um, Father, we thank you for the way you knit us together as a people of faith in this day and time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Merry Christmas, Lisa. Merry Christmas, Carmen. Thank you so much. Thank you, dear. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. All right, we're not done on giving hope for Christmas. Um, so we're going to plan on sharing some additional stories with you even into the new year. Christmas is, after all, you know, at least 12 days, right? Um, and so everyone is being prayed for, and everyone um, that you nominated is going to get a personal greeting of hope from those of us here at Faith Radio. And so we will continue talking about the hope that uh, we're giving for Christmas. But right now, uh, we have the privilege of talking here at year's end with Dr. Corbin Hornbeek. He is the president of the University of Northwestern St. Paul. Um, And we're going to talk about really the one thing, the one thing that we could all be doing as mature Christians to really bring um, radical change, not only to our own communities and the world, but hey, to college kids as well. That's up next here on Mornings with Carmen. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Jack Frost is nipping at the nose of Dr. Corbin Hornbeek, who has moved from Southern California to um, Minnesota and is having potentially his first very white Christmas. Corbin, (laughs) welcome back. Hey, good morning, Carmen. Uh, Yes, we are, you know, we are... We're doing this Minnesota winter thing just fine. <laughs> we're we're managing. Uh, we're out walking in the mornings and the afternoon. Oh, I and love that. I've noticed, you know, most Minnesotans go in to hibernate, but no, we're we're out there. No, they all they all definitely get out and deal with the snow on the driveways and the sidewalks. Exactly. And I'm um, telling you, this is a diligent people. It, it is a diligent people, and and one of my colleagues at uh, uh, UNW here actually gave me a push. Uh, shovel. It's like a plow shovel. He said, "This mm-hmm. is this is what you need to get through the winter here." So mm-hmm. uh, we're we're making it. Um, others may have other thoughts um, as the winter goes on and the snow gets higher and higher. That it might be more than a push shovel, but that's a good start, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna celebrate that. Yeah, yeah. We, we may need to upgrade to the um, industrial equipment. Yeah, snowblower. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. We might have to. Possibly. We'll see. Um, okay, so there's really one thing, one thing that college age and young adult people really want. And so if you and I have the opportunity today to say to parents and grandparents, there's really one thing. And maybe we could say this to pastors and we could say this to educators. There's really one thing yeah. your college age or young adult child or grandchild really wants. What is that one thing? Carmen, that, that one thing is mentoring. Um, uh, all of us need 
people in our life. It's a, it's a biblical principle. It's a scriptural principle. It's it's a principle that Jesus employed with his twelve disciples. But it is so practical and so needed, and it's uh, a practice that I've employed in my own life. And um, I encourage every everybody to uh, be a mentor and have a mentor. So I um, I have been advocating that somebody develop an app where there could be some kind of like matching process between mature disciples, um, maybe who have like a vocational expertise, and then other people who are younger in the faith, and maybe also, and there there could be like this Christian mingle, but it's a discipleship, (laughs) it's not dating. Christian mentor, right? Yes, we could be called Christian mentor, and if somebody could develop that, that would be great. Um, You, in terms of being a president in higher ed, like this seems like a real opportunity in terms of the matching of alumni with current students. It is. And um, we're going to talk about an article today that was uh, a summary of the Gallup's uh, Gallup uh, Purdue survey that was done. It's actually the largest survey of college graduates, of 30,000 college graduates, largest survey in the history of college graduates that identified uh, what what they called in this article the biggest blown opportunity in higher education. Um, the one thing, as you mentioned at the start of the show, Carmen, the one thing that uh, that we can do that contributes to long term success in life um, is uh, have a mentor, um, somebody who comes alongside you and invests in your life. As Christians, um, we know that. Uh, spiritual mentoring, which we might think of as discipleship, um, can be coupled with um, holistic life mentoring development, your development of your understanding of relationships, your understanding of your calling, uh, your understanding of how to make godly and wise decisions in life. So having a mentor is um, not only a good thing, um, it's essential uh, for our growth uh, as believers. So you can read The Biggest Blown Opportunity in Higher Ed History in either um, the Business Journal um, at, at gallup.com, um, or you can actually read it um, in some version of, um, of higher ed. And, and we're talking here about these elements that college students experience during college that contribute to them being, you know, really not only invested in their careers or engaged in their work, but thriving in terms uh, uh, of their of their life, um, some right. of those elements are experiential and you know mm-hmm. and have to do with learning. But the three most important are actually what I would call emotional. Right. Um, it's about whether or not your professor knew you, um, your school like seemed to encourage you personally to pursue your goals and dreams, mm-hmm. and that you really experienced this um, this mentoring. It yeah. doubles the odds that they're going to be engaged in their work and thriving in their overall yeah. well-being. Um, that, that's a very significant finding. It's, it's huge. And, um, you know, we're living in a world where so many people, I'm calling them young people today, uh, growing up in a virtual world, uh, growing mm-hmm. up living in virtual relationships, uh, virtual friendships. And the idea of uh, sharing life, life on life, uh, in relationship with others, um, I mean, in some ways it might be a very frightening and, and daunting um, kind of concept and idea, and yet young people are hungry for it. Students today uh, at the University of Northwestern are hungry 
uh, to have a professor or a staff member or an older student or a coach um, or someone come alongside or, or one of our alums come alongside and uh, build deeply into their lives. And the wonderful thing about mentoring um, Carmen is that you, you don't have to have a degree in it. You don't have to have any kind of um, uh, particular qualifications other than uh, your ability to offer your time to somebody and come alongside, have a cup of coffee and meet on a regular basis. This is something that I've done with students my entire career. Uh, and it's something that I continue to do today. Um, it takes an hour out of your day, uh, if you will, or maybe sometimes more, sometimes less. Uh, but it's so important to the long-term growth and success of our, uh, of our future leaders. How how do you think that folks who maybe don't have the organic opportunity that you have? I mean, you're on a college campus. You right. have, you know, you have this moment by moment opportunity to engage with students. How how could you imagine? Like, there's an alumni listening right now. There's an alum of some institution, and they're listening, and they're like, "I want to do that. I could do that." Um, what would you encourage them to do? Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, you could look uh, at your workplace. You could look th- at your mm-hmm. church. Um, there are young people in the churches that you attend um, who would absolutely love to spend an hour a week with somebody, someone, uh, somebody who is uh, a little further along in life. Um, I think of uh, the passage of Scripture that uh, when Paul wrote to Timothy, Tim, uh, 2 Timothy 2.2, 2, when, uh, when Paul talks about, um, he said, the things that I have shared with you, and I'm going to summarize this, but the things that I've shared with you, um, entrust those to reliable people, men and women, uh, who will also be qualified to teach others. So I, when I think of discipleship, I think of passing along what has been built into us, what we have developed and, uh, in terms of our skills, in terms of our life knowledge, in terms of our spiritual depth, uh, being able to pass that along uh, to someone else who will then uh, do that for somebody else. The thing I love about mentoring a discipleship is it's free, other than mm. uh, your time uh, and maybe a cup of coffee. Um, but it's, it's free. It's, it's the most sustainable um, aspect to the Christian life uh, that God calls us and invites us into his work to transfer and translate what he's done in us uh, through us uh, to someone else. And if you're thinking right now, hey, I, I don't I don't have a curriculum for that, um, I want you to look in the mirror because you are the yeah, curriculum. Exactly. You are the curriculum. All right, we're going to continue our conversation with Dr. Corbin Hornbeek here in just a moment. He's the president of the University of Northwestern in St. Paul, Minnesota. And um, we're going to, I'm going to ask him if he's ever done anything um, in a, in a trip, on a trip that maybe when the travel was disrupted, if he's done anything, hmm, creative? Do you have a creative solution story to a travel disruption? That conversation up next here on Mornings with Carmen. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Mornings with Carmen. As you know, this is a rebroadcast of the live radio show carried on the Faith Radio Network. There's a lot going on at Faith Radio. Tons of free resources just waiting for you and for you to share with others at MyFaithRadio.com. How does that all happen? Well, it happens through listener support. So Faith Radio, Mornings with Carmen, all available because of listener support from listeners, well, just like you. If you're a supporter, thank you so very much. If you'd like to become a supporter today, just visit MyFaithRadio.com. And again, thanks for being a part of what we do every day at Mornings with Carmen.
So have you ever had a significant travel disruption, maybe when you're traveling with a group and you came up with a creative solution? This is a little bit of planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> Dr. Um, Hornbeek, Corbin, do you have any such stories in your past? I have uh, so many experiences of travel <laughs> disruption. I think uh, I think the word travel and disruption are actually one word, Carmen. They, they go mm-hmm. together, um, particularly this time of year. Um, when things can be disrupted by snow or sleet or ice. Uh, we used to live in Colorado, and so, uh, you know, you got a lot of wind and you got a lot of snow in Colorado. I have spent uh, nights in airports. The worst for me, I don't know about you, but the worst for me is when uh, you're on a plane and it backs away from the gate. Oh, yeah. And then it just stops. Mm-hmm. and. And you just sit there for a while, and then after a while, the you know the pilot comes on and says we've got you know a clogged toilet or something <laughs> along those lines, and you just sit there. Um, that's the worst. Uh, in fact, I've had that happen where you're just sitting on a plane, you're sitting on the tarmac, it's going nowhere, and everybody is sort of awkwardly looking around at each other, like, "Oh, we're going to go, we're going to sit here, we're going to stay." Um, and because the toilet's clogged, you know, they don't let you get up and use the the bathroom, so you're you're stuck there for hours until they order a, a, a part. I've had that kind of stuff happen to me, and that's yeah, that's about the worst. I'd rather spend the night. In an airport. I don't, I don't know about you, but I, I'd rather spend the night in an airport than two hours stuck on a tarmac. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. I, I, that's 100%, and, uh, and a huge part of it is about the bathroom. I don't, exactly. I don't, deny, that, I don't deny that at all. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about a couple of, um, of international trips, yeah. um, one in and out of Tegucigalpa, um, Honduras, trying <laughs> to land back in Houston, Texas, and we landed twice before we landed in Houston. Oh, um, nice. Unscheduled, yeah, because they're they kept closing the airport um, in Houston, and so we landed on a military base, and we sat there with thirty other planes. Um, and so, yeah, when you talk about there's nowhere to get off the plane, and so what should have been uh, a flight of a couple of hours, um, it took <laughs> us like fourteen hours to oh, get. My I mean, goodness. it was crazy. And then my other one is um, instead of landing in Jacksonville, following a. Um, well, we should have had a layover in Miami and then land in Jacksonville. This is when I was serving a church in South Carolina, and we were returning from a mission trip in in Africa. And let me just—you're ready to get home. You really—you want a yeah. real shower. Oh, sure. You want a real bed, yep. right? And um, and we landed in Miami, and that was it. Like that—that that was suddenly the terminal point of the trip, and they were not <laughs> going to get us to Jacksonville. And um, and so we rented a couple of vans and we nice. drove. Yeah, and we drove, but you know, you're 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 exhausted. Um, and if you're like me, you're you know, you're excited to get home. And anyway, there was there was you know one guy with blue lights on the top of his car that didn't appreciate how how anxious I was to get home. Exactly. You know, all those yeah, kinds of things, right? There's all that. kinds of things. So all um, kinds my of things. my wife and I, uh, we actually had a um, I'll call it a crash landing. It wasn't a crash landing. It was a uh, a, a potential possible crash landing on our honeymoon. 
Um, and uh, we, we had only been married, I don't even know that we'd been married 48 hours at that point. And we, were, we flew to France. Uh, we were spending our honeymoon in Switzerland, which is a wonderful place to spend our honeymoon. We weren't sure we were actually going to get there. We thought maybe we would just be home with Jesus uh, 48, hours into our, uh, 48 hours into our marriage. And um, we had to do the you know, head down, uh, into the knees, mm. kind of crash mm. landing at uh, uh, Charles de Gaulle Airport in France, and they're you know spraying foam on the uh, runway as we're landing, and we're thinking this is not how we expected things to start, and not how we ex- were expecting things to end. Um, but thankfully, Lord had other plans. Amen. Yeah. See now, there's now see there's <laughs> a story that, I didn't anticipate hearing. That's, wow. That's dramatic, right? And I, that is I, and so I, dramatic. And I didn't even make it up. It's actually true. You know, I wonder if any of those people on that flight um, that had that horrible disruption uh, yesterday flying uh, into Hawaii, oh. um, all that turbulence. Like, I wonder, are there any newlyweds on that flight? Like, they they're going to have that kind of story, the, right? The whole plane yeah. is probably newlyweds or people <laughs> heading heading to get married. <laughs> and, right? and living in California, we've we've been to Hawaii many times, and um, you know, you've you flying over the Pacific Ocean, and you're kind of looking down, mm. thinking, yeah, that's that's a long way down, it's and a there's a lot not, of water, yeah, a lot of water mm-hmm. there and probably not going to mm-hmm. swim out of that one no um what a delight to get to spend a little time with you um each month thank you so much for including this um in in what you do as uh, as our president uh, i think that the relationship between the university and northwestern media is it's so unique um both in higher ed and in christian media and so um you know on behalf of all of us um, in the media part of the ministry, thank you. Well, Carmen, thank you. Paul, thank you. Um, it's wow, so very well. so good to be here with you both every month. And as I've shared before, I mean this this relationship between the university and Northwestern Media is not only unique, but it's one of the most impactful models as we're thinking about the future of higher education, Christian higher education. It's one of the most impactful models of um, um, uh, building a. Um, a communication and a constituent base uh, beyond our traditional alumni base. And it gives us the opportunity to partner together. Um, I love this, and I love our time together every month, Carmen. Well, that's mutual. Thank you for your leadership. And Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas to you, Paul. Merry Christmas to you. And And I look forward to talking again next month. Amen. Amen. That's Dr. Corbin Hornbeek. You can find him at the University of Northwestern St. Paul. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LaBurge. This is Faith Radio. What a joy to be able to give one another the gift of hope at Christmas. God takes on human flesh to dwell among us. It's the greatest gift we could ever receive. Um, You and I um, are among those who need hope this Christmas, and we certainly know a lot of people who need hope this Christmas as well. Um, The Faith Radio family has um, been in the process here for the last few weeks of nominating people who we know not only need our prayers, um, but would be really blessed by a financial expression of hope this Christmas. Uh, and so we're going to continue um, as God provides through um, through the generosity of our friends. Um, we're going to continue our Hope for Christmas blessings. And so thank you for those of you who nominated individuals. Um, we are going to be reaching out to each and every person who was nominated 
um, and and offering and extending the blessings that God has provided um, through prayer and through conversation um, and material blessings as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. Um, and let's be people who are thanking God for his extraordinary gift of Jesus Christ. He's the one that is like genuinely the reason that we do what we do. He animates our lives. Um, he fills us with joy inexpressible. Um, and and he fills us with hope unassailable. Let's remember that today. You and I are people possessed of an unassailable hope. And so let's be people who extend the blessing of that hope to others today. You've got a Christmas blessing of hope to share. Um, so do that today. I'm praying for you. I know you're praying for me as well. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, Hopefully the text line will be back up and running in a few days and we can greet one another there as well. Have a great day and God bless. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Carmen LaBurge. Podcasts like this are available because of your support. If it's important to you to hear things that encourage your faith, click the link in the show notes to give now. And thanks.